Welcome to Tea Time with Nick. Today's episode is sponsored by me, Nick G. Only because I don't have any sponsors at the moment, but whatever. Hello, thank you for listening. I just want to say the cup of tea is full, y'all. I just have so much to talk about, so let's just dive in. First, I want to dive into some news that shocked us all Monday morning. The iconic Olivia Newton-John has passed away at age of 73. You know, when you get older, you realize that 70 just isn't that old at all. She was the world's Sandy. I mean, I still to this day sing Hopelessly Devoted to You. Like, that song is such a classic. But did you guys know that in 2005, her boyfriend at the time disappeared at sea while on a fishing trip that he went on? Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Till this day, he has still never been found. Anyways, back to morning. Yeah, she was so iconic. I mean, you will be missed, Miss Olivia. Another major news story of the week, although all of us knew it wouldn't last. Yes, Pete and Kim Kardashian have broken up. You know, I actually feel bad for him because he's labeled like the guy you get with after a serious breakup, you know? And I just feel like he's actually probably a really great guy, but people only use him to get over a breakup, you know? I could be wrong. I mean, he, could, he couldn't care less, probably. Like, he's probably trying to get married and settle down, but, you know, nobody ever gives him that kind of chance, you know? They just, like, leave him and then move on and find something really serious. That kind of sucks. I wonder if he's doing okay. Anyways... On another Kardashian topic, we have Chloe and Tristan. You know, they just welcomed their second child together. No word on the name yet, but it is a boy. I don't want any kids, but if I did have kids, that would be perfect. A boy and a girl, you know? And I think having an older sister would be really cute too, because, you know, they'd be taken care of and really protective of the little brother. I know they planned for this baby before he actually cheated on Chloe, so I hope she doesn't get back together with him after this, but I'm so happy for her. Okay, let's move on. So we have Neo in the news. I didn't think I'd be talking about him in 2022, but here I am. And the only reason is because him and his wife are getting divorced and his wife served his ass on a platter to the public. She writes on Instagram, eight years of lies and deception, eight years of unknowingly sharing my life and husband with numerous women who sell their bodies to him unprotected. Every last one of them. To say I'm heartbroken and disgusting is an understatement. She then goes on to say, to ask me to stay and accept it is absolutely insane. The mentality of a narcissist. I will no longer lie to the public or pretend that this is something that it isn't. And then she says, I choose my happiness and health and my respect. The only thing I gained out of this was three beautiful children. If it wasn't for that, she said it was nothing but wasted years and heartache. And what's so crazy about that, that's what like got Twitter going, was that he ended up liking that post. Like, what? She got the narcissist part right. Okay, moving on. Did you guys see Doja Cat has went completely bald? Yes, hair and eyebrows gone. And I'm not gonna lie, she looks really, really good. You know, some people just don't like have the head that's meant to be bald. You know, I can never, I would look like a naked mole rat. Like I just have that vision in my head and it's so disturbing, 
But on Doja, she looks so good. She's perfect in every way. And her reasoning for doing it is because she was like, what is the use of having hair if you're not going to wear it out? So I'm just going to shave it off. There's no point. And she's never been happier. And of course, you know, you're going to have haters when you do something like that. So people have been giving her a lot of slack because they think she's going off the deep end or whatever. She did comment on what people had to say. And she said, the second that I get to feeling like I'm free and feel cool, mother effers are like, you're not okay. And she's just like, chill. This isn't a cry for help. Like, let the woman live. Damn, people shave their heads all the time. Anyways, let's talk some music. I think this summer is going to be the year of historic collapse in music. I mean, right? I mean, we have, you know, wait for it. Beyonce and Madonna. I would have never seen this coming in my 28 gay years. Yes, they're both queens, I understand, but I never thought of them getting together. But they have partnered up on Beyonce's Break My Soul remix. It actually samples Madonna's Vogue. If you guys haven't heard it, you have to go listen to it. It's pretty iconic. And then, you know, later this month, I know I'm getting so excited talking about this. The streets are saying the 12th or the 19th. I think the 19th is coming out. We have, I'm so excited. Britney Spears and Elton John. Like, I can't believe. It has been six years since Britney Spears has released anything. Of course, she has to do all her healing and such because, you know, her torturous conservatorship that they put her in. So it's a long journey ahead of healing, but she's finally coming out with something. Her memoir is also done, but get this. There's a paper shortage for it because, yes, you know they expect to sell so many copies, which is actually really accurate because, you know, my gay ass don't read. I bet you that I will read that all in one night. I guarantee it. I just know. But aside from her book, oh my God, I was like in shock reading this. Kevin Federline, who hasn't worked in 15 years, did an interview with Daily Mail stating that their sons have decided not to see Britney Spears and they haven't for the past two months and that they were the ones who decided not to attend her wedding. He pretty much alluded the reason was because, you know, Britney Spears posts her like quote unquote nude selfies on social media and, you know, because they're in high school and they've gotten flack for it that they just don't want to see their mom right now, which is actually really sad. He then goes on to say that he thinks Britney's dad, who put her in that horrible conservatorship and tormented her for 13 years, was really trying to protect her, saying that he saved her life. Um, Kevin, weren't you the one who put a restraining order on him because he broke your guy's son's door down and tried to, like, attack him? I mean, get out of here. He then goes on to say that he would welcome Jamie back in their life and that he feels bad for him because he's been, quote unquote, put through the ringer. Like, how dare you? I guess he was too busy living off Britney's money that he forgot to see the ringer that they put her through. I don't know. This is sounding a little team con to me. Well, anyways, that statement was short-lived because Britney's new husband, Sam Asghari, quickly dragged him through the mud. He stated, my wife has never posted a nude selfie except of her butt, which is quite modest these days. He also said, there is no validity to the statement regarding the kids distancing themselves and it is irresponsible to make that statement publicly. The boys are very smart and will be 18 soon to make their own decisions and may eventually realize the tough part was having a father who hasn't worked much in over 15 years as a role model. Kevin's gravy train will end soon, which probably explains the timing of these hurtful statements. I do not know him personally and have nothing against him aside him choosing to vilify my wife. He then goes on to say, I wish him the best and hope he has a more positive outlook in the future for benefit of all involved. But for now... Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth! We call that a... Oh, moment. 
Then something I wasn't expecting, Britney Spears then goes on to post a story on Instagram, which, you know, Britney's always quiet. She's silent. She never um, speaks out really. But, you know, after the conservatorship ended, I feel like she wants people to hear her truth. She says, it saddens me to hear that my ex-husband has decided to discuss the relationship between me and my children. As we all know, raising teenage boys is never easy for anyone. It concerns me the fact that the reason is based on my Instagram. She then goes on to say, it was long before Instagram. I gave them everything. Only one word, hurtful. I'll say it. My mother told me you should give them to their dad. I'm sharing this because I can. Have a good day, folks. Go on, Miss Brittany Jean. Speak your truth. You deserve it, girl. Also, post your nude selfies. They're not even nudes, but you have the banging body to do so, so go ahead and do it while you can. Kevin's just jealous he's looking like a beluga whale. I can't believe all this is airing out in social media. Like, this is so private and personal. I feel so bad for her. I swear, guys, this news this week has been so juicy. I couldn't even wait to tell you guys. I am like in shock of everything. It's still too much to process. Who is Kevin to even say anything? I thought Britney Spears would have been saved best for last. This is about to get real deep. This is insane. Jeanette McCurdy. I don't know if you guys know her. But she was a child actor on Nickelodeon. You might remember her on iCarly or Sam and Cat. She played Sam on both shows. Well, if you don't know, she has a new book coming out titled I'm Glad My Mom Died. It's coming out this week. I know. I know. I know. If you don't know, you're thinking, wow, this is a really harsh title. Not for me to say. She has her reasons and she's openly said those reasons. And I'm going to tell you a little bit of them. And once I do, judge for yourself. She said openly that her mother insisted on performing vaginal and breast exams on her and never let her shower alone until she was 17. I mean, that is insane. What mother would do this to their child? I don't know. I think her mom was like obsessed with her and wanting to be her because she also states that it was her mother's dream for her only daughter to become a star. And of course, Jeanette McCurdy as a child didn't know any better, but she said she wanted to make her happy that she just went along with it. When she was younger, she does remember being in a, like in the like like in a booster seat in the car saying like, mom, I don't want to be an actress anymore. And the mom would be like, of course you do. Like, you know, brainwashing. She even says that her mom placed her on a calorie restriction, meaning she was like eating very little and weighing herself five times a day. Mind you, she's like a child doing this. This is insane. And while on Nickelodeon, she's went through so many things. She also alleges that Nickelodeon offered her $300,000 to keep quiet about what she went through while she was working on Nick. Like, this is insane. I can't make this up. She claims that who she calls in her book, the creator, y'all can Google who that was, but just know he's the reasoning for all of the shows we watch growing up if you're my age. Anyways, while out to dinner, he pressured her to drink while underage and massaged her while making promises about like a new show for her. And she also states that he also photographed her in a two-piece bikini at a wardrobe fitting. It's crazy. I know I believe it because if you actually do like a deep dive into that, it, it gets crazy and it's really, really sad. It just makes me think what other child stars were victims of his, you know, around that time, Amanda Bynes, right? People are really sick. It's crazy. 
Oof. Y'all, that was a lot to take in, even for me. But that's all I have for this week because I'm still wrapping my mind around half of it. So don't forget, if you like this podcast, leave me five stars. Don't forget to follow me, Nick G with two eyes on Instagram and Nick G underscore on Twitter. Also share this episode with a friend and share on social media and tag me. So until next time.